Okay. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gag Reflex. We're really coming back this time. We swear to God. It's true. I was dealing with, um, you know, in, in the dark depression. And also, frankly, we just had our schedules were such that they we just could didn't work. not make time. They we just could didn't not, work. But we're here. Uh, my, uh, my cousin by marriage, uh, Andy, was here for Thanksgiving. And I found out that she listens to our podcast. And so does her hey, friend. Andy. Hey, friend of Andy. So does her friend Foa. Elise. And so, uh, Elise, if you're hearing this, we hope that your 70s dinner party themed birthday party went well. Uh, Absolutely. And that nobody got food poisoning and that no, and that you guys all had occasion to go out for pizza or something afterwards because that sounds disgusting. <laughs> I don't understand doing this for a full meal. Like, I t- I don't know that hot dog souffle could be very filling. Hot dog flambe. <laughs> Gag reflex. What's that smell? Gag reflex. Vintage candles from hell. Gag reflex. What's that smell? Gag reflex. Vintage candles from hell. What was the last when chapter? last we when last we spoke? I'm bringing up what I said to you. Doot, 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 doot. All right. So according to last time, you said we had to go through soups and stews, fish spectaculars, make-ahead mains, salads, snacks, and worldwide favorites and desserts. And I'm especially interested. That's what's left to do or that's that's what's left to do. It's a lot. We went down an Oprah hole, which if you're going to, if there's a hole to go down, it's the the hole of Winfrey. Let us be honest. I mean, if only we could go down the Oprah hole. Anyway. God. Oh. Isn't that what America said? Isn't That's it? That's what America said. But. <laughs> okay, listen. So we better get started because there's a lot in here. Okay, but I especially. Wait, I can't even think. Hold on. Let me go back. Is it the lettuce okay. soup? Definitely want to hear about that lettuce soup. Yeah, that's coming. It's coming. Is it first? No. Can it be first on the hips? Oh, I All mean, right. it can okay. be. I just, well, I feel like I need to go in order. I, There's so you know, much in, here. In an era where romaine has been so maligned, I mean, taken off the shelves. Okay, that's true. So listen, let's do soups and stews first, right, and then perfect. I'll go back to fish spectaculars. <laughs> there's, there's just so much in here. Fish spectacular sounds like the worst fucking vaudeville show ever. Yes. All right, go on. Moving on. Let's hear it. Okay. So before we get to the lemon soup, lettuce soup. uh, And it is iceberg lettuce, is it not? Uh, Which is water. It just says half of the head of lettuce. Which is water in solid form. All right. Okay, Okay. we're going to get there. Before we get there, there's actually some things that I feel like we need to talk about to lead up to it. And the first one is something called inspiration soup. Ooh. Which makes me mad at jump because because it's very like, you know, you know that in the next edition of this, they probably called it like Thinspiration Soup. You know, like, and the picture of it is like tomato water with sad canned vegetables. Oh no! And then there are three like a nine... pea and a carrot, and uh, like the ve- no, but like and, a, and a lot potato of that them. are all the same square. But like shape. a lot of them, 
And then there's three, like, striped 1970s colors uh, candles lit behind the soup. <laughs> they want a sexy ambiance while you're drinking your tomato water. Okay. okay. So the basis of this soup, this is how sad this is. The basis of this soup is three cups of tomato juice. Okay. And two cups of water. So you can. <laughs> so you're already yeah. thinning out so the you're juice. Okay. Watering down tomato juice <laughs> is what this is. And then you are combining that with drained canned bean sprouts. Ew. Drained canned asparagus. Wait, canned beans. Oh, I guess those are like yeah. the thicker. Okay. Uh huh. No, no, no. They're not. They're like, it's like the can of quote unquote oriental vegetables. From right. Then. Like no, the no. Can, I know. That was the With the chow. That's yeah. what chow mein is or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. So then you, you do a can, canned asparagus plus half a cup of, a cup of the canned asparagus liquid. <laughs> Yum. We want to make sure that your urine smells especially, especially delicious. Especially gross. Then half of a cup of canned sliced bamboo shoots drained and rinsed. Okay. Um, And then, so you're putting all of that into a saucepan along with four packets of instant beef broth. God! Oh my God, that sounds like a fucking salt lick. Yes. So you basically made salty tomato juice (laughs) with canned gross in it. Okay. All right. So, and the way that you add the way that you add more body back into this thin, lifeless, right travesty of a soup is by is by softening four envelopes of gelatin, unflavored gelatin, and mixing four. That that seems excessive. Like it's not soup at this point. No, like then it becomes a solid. And then you add in if you so you're heating it. So yeah. you're eating liquid jello. You're eating Because the next day it's gonna become a tomato, solid cube. You're eating tomato salt jello soup. <laughs> and then there's like a little bit of Worcestershire sauce and a little bit of like Oh nineteen no, proto like a, ketchup. No, no, it says few drops of Worcestershire sauce. So like don't get excited. Yeah, like not even enough for a bloody it. Mary. That's uh, what I was thinking. Got, I was like, it's this sounds like no. a virgin bloody Mary. No, this sounds like a sad... This sounds sad. Do you think she may have been inspired by the Depression? Like, these sound like Depression-era foods. It's inspiring my Depression. Well, (laughs) no doubt. This is... No doubt, my dear. I needed to talk about this because it's the saddest soup I've ever heard of. And and we haven't even gotten to... It's canned... Canned bean sprouts. Canned bean sprouts. Canned asparagus and canned green beans plus canned bamboo shoots. Oh, there's also two ribs of celery chopped. I missed that. Ah! It really... It really is like a virgin Bloody Mary, though. Plus sad things. Plus... Plus sad, wilty canned <laughs> vegetables and their juice. It's Virgin Bloody Mary meat ennui. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It's awful. It's awful. Oh, my God. Why? Okay. Four packets, though, seems excessive. You Why don't started they started put... with. Okay. Did they not have arrowroot then? Or. No. Like, they, I corn... promise you. They I guess they can't put cornstarch in it. They can't. That's, That's got to be caloric. Thin... That's not thin spiring. No. 
There's no thinspir. Where's the thinspiration? Where? Ugh, I just drank shampoo again. Nama. What? You're the meaning in my life. <laughs> You're the thinspiration. <laughs> I, I knew it. Okay, listen. Now I want to talk about something called salmon bisque, which sounds like it should be lovely and creamy. No. It is. It is. The picture of it is Pepto-Bismol pink. Well, there's the there's your salmon. And I'm going to guess that that shit's coming from straight out of the can. That is Bumblebee Express. Toot, toot. Four ounces of drained canned salmon. Yes, ma'am. That you put yes, into ma'am. a blender with, you're going to hate this. I just need you to get ready. Just well, I already yourself? knew. When, uh, no, listen, you're going to hate this next ingredient. I don't fuck with the ingredient. clam chowder. Uh, you know because of the dairy and the fit. I All right, know, go but on. This, is, this is your least favorite of the dairy products because it's cottage cheese. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, so no. Cottage cheese. Oh, it's God. Cottage cheese, evaporated skimmed milk. A third of a cup of chicken bouillon. Why evaporated? What is a wait? Hold on. Is evaporated skim milk? Is that dried? Is that powdered milk? No, no, no. It's what the is evaporated canned, milk? It's the can. It's like it's exactly as it sounds. It's milk that's had a bunch of the water taken out of it. So it tastes. It looks kind of gross because it's kind of like it's like a little brown. But it tastes thicker and creamier because some of the water has been taken out, even though it's been defatted. This is not to be confused with condensed milk, which is delicious. Which is sweet, right? Right. And that's what you—that's like a tres leches thing, which right. you would never, Jean Nidich, Nidich, whatever, never would never be it. seen. Like no, te- she with ten miles within near it. ten miles. No, God forbid some of a tres leches tres or leches. dos leches or uno leche. No, for any, that matter, any of those molecules entering her. a leche. Lust- no, a <laughs> leche. Okay, so it's two thirds cup cottage cheese, one half cup evaporated skim milk, three quarters of a cup of chicken bouillon, three quarters of a cup of tomato juice. Oh no! Cheese. Yeah, the tomato. Oh juice God! Basically, every single one of these soups could have been a worse recipe in for the master cleanse. You know, <laughs> like that's what that's what I think of all of these. So then there's a little. Well, bit you of hear chives. about these things and you're like, you know what? Lemonade and cayenne pepper does not sound bad. Well, I'll it take that. Doesn't sound as bad as salmon bisque the way they define it. And it's, I like as a like, can of bumblebee and some fucking. I fucking cottage love cheese uh, in a like, blender. I love a bisque of all kinds. I love creamy soups. And bisques, actually, it's a myth that they're supposed to be cream, like actual dairy. There's meant to be thickened with rice. <gasps> and, yeah, you cook rice in them and blend them up, and that's what thickens those soups. It's not dairy. Oh, my God. Chowder, yes. Chowder is dairy, but bisques You're are not, not I'm meant sorry. to be. That's not the correct pronunciation. Can you Chowda. try that again? Thank you. Chowder. Chowder. So anyway, it's all that shit plus some spices and two tablespoons of chopped pimento. You run that through the fucking oh, blender. Oh, well, perfecto. Yeah, you run that through Is the that blender for color? and then What's boil the purpose it. of that? Oh, actually, the pimento you put in after for chunks. It's terrible. For chunks. Please yeah. tell me that, that it didn't say for chunks. Of course it doesn't. 
But the picture just has chunks of pimento in it, so, you know. Oh, God. Oh, God. This sounds really like the saddest day in fucking history. Do you want to hear All about right. surprise chowder? I mean, I am going to, you know, roll tide on that surprise chowder. Bring it on, sis. Okay, so I can't figure out what part of this is the surprise because all of it is horror. Can I guess? Can I be the one to guess which part is the surprise? Yes. Perfect. Do you want to guess what it's going to be now or do you want me to just... I think I'm pretty sure I know which part is the surprise. First of all, is this a a fish-based thing? Indeed. Okay. So, here we go. God, is the surprise right. taste that it has any or what? Well, okay, no, I'm listening. I'm I don't listening. think that's it. Uh, <laughs> two cups water, uh huh. Two cups sliced mushrooms, and three packets of instant chicken broth seasoning mix in two cups water. God, so it's really salty. So you've basically made salt stew. It's like a slurry at this point. Yeah. Okay. So you stir that over moderate heat until sure it boils. You... Okay. And then you put well, are in Are these two... cans? Is it canned uh, mushrooms or? It just says two cups sliced mushrooms. So God okay, well willing, that... no. It I'm doesn't think look that like. It's... Okay. I think, it, I think they're real mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so you let that boil. Then you add in two tablespoons of sherry extract. God forbid you actually add sherry. What is that? Does that even exist anymore? I hope not. And then two teaspoons of imitation butter flavoring. There that oh. shit is again. <laughs> Remember that? Is it flakes? I do. Is it? Is it in a spritz? I feel like butter flavoring was in a spritz and you put it on a baked potato. I don't know. That sounds gross. Eat butter. That's what. But what is. That's what better butter living, flavoring, isn't it's it? Better living through chemistry is what Correct. it is. Correct. Then one cup skim milk. Oh, okay. So you you stir in the sherry extract and the butter flavor, and then here comes what I think is the surprise. In a blender, <laughs> you put in a blender. Go into the room and yeah. cut off your husband's forearm. Put yes. it in the blender. Okay, what is it? Okay, so in a blender, you put one cup of skim milk and then a quarter of a medium pineapple, coarsely chopped. Oh, and a quarter cup of sliced pimento. So you blend that all up. You add it into the when like you... other horror mixture. Okay. And then you add one and a half pounds of cooked fish. Ugh. And and heat thoroughly. All right. Wait. Stop. Collaborate and listen. No. What, what I don't understand is how does the milk not curdle when you put pineapple in it? it does it fucking matter at that point? I mean, I don't think that it would because like... First of all, it's skim milk, so it's fat that curdles. I think we can all agree that the surprise is the pineapple, right? The surprise is the same, pineapple. Are we on the same page? Okay. Okay. It, what? I'm going to bring you back to some history. Hold on. Have you been to Disneyland? Yes. What is a dole whip? I think it's just an aerated pineapple sorbet because they're they're non-dairy i'm looking right here i'm on the wikipedia i'm just gonna say that this whole setup for me is is really it's fucking fish dole whip it's <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross i just no diet is you worth it fucking arm it's it's a recipe 
for halibut dole whip people love a dole whip Mm -hmm. jesus christ yeah i fucking love a dole whip to me that's the only real reason to go to disneyland it's made out of 45 chemicals and pineapple well those 45 chemicals are delicious i wonder if martha stewart eats a dole whip i mean she's human mostly it's like an 80 20 split if you make her walk to disneyland does she not require a dole whip (laughs) okay listen we're here do you want to talk about it yeah we're at lettuce potage oh god here it is all right here it is there's one two three four five ingredients in this for lettuce potage. For which, lettuce potage. Okay. All right. In you my take, mind, it's it's iceberg lettuce. It, it is, is straight up. A, okay, go on. It certainly looks like iceberg lettuce in the picture. It's it has to be like nothing else is this like cheery pale green color. <laughs> also, I feel like there's a certain density. Well, because and it's I need all, to again. It's basically it's 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 cellulose it's cellulose right it's the food equivalent of an ice cube and i need you to note that like the picture of it looks like a very very like uh, like off-white into the like pale like if you mixed off-white with pale green might i say mache is that seafoam is that no 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 no. it's close it's like you know off-whites are usually in the like blue range or in the yellow range or in right. the beige this, this is not or brown range this is this, the- is this is white that's just got like a scotch of green in it <laughs> like that's it tipped off because of some green well that could not sound but more it looks appetizing. the texture of what's in this bowl looks from the picture it looks like paper mache Oh, with a God. with like a sprinkling of nutmeg, way too much nutmeg, if you ask me, on top. Oh my God! Oh, I, mean, I don't know. Oh how God! I works. can't even imagine. So, That's such a weird you combine, combination. Okay, so this you take you take a half of a head of lettuce cut in chunks. It actually says chunks. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, the most but, delicious term. So that's chunks. that's the so the whole recipe has half of a head of lettuce. But for this first part, you take a quarter of that lettuce and a quarter cup of water, and you put it in the blender. Why until water? The, Why are you adding more water? Okay, it's lettuce soup. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> You process it at a low speed until the lettuce is coarsely chopped. Then you empty it into a sieve and you repeat that until all lettuce is chopped. So you take like a quarter of your lettuce, a quarter cup of water, four times. So you've had a cup of water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, um, what then, you've got now is green water. No, because you're dumping the water. You just have the chopped lettuce. You've only used the water as a vehicle to chop the lettuce in a blender. I guess because food processors didn't exist and Gene Neidich didn't know that, like, exercise of chopping would work for everyone. I don't fucking know. It's le- like, who are we to question lettuce soup? All right, so what's left? What remains? Okay, so then you take this chopped lettuce and you combine it with, a, with two-thirds of a cup of skim milk and two 
packets of instant chicken broth and seasoning mix or two chicken bouillon cubes. Ooh. Okay. And a dash of nutmeg. You put Why all of- nutmeg? That seems so incongruous. It's lettuce soup. Why are you questioning anything? Because the bar for the ridiculousness <laughs> was set when we said lettuce potage. It's, it's so fucking cute. ridiculous. Potage, potage. Is, how do you say that? Potage. P o t a g e. I think it's fucking soup. I'm looking it up. So right then you now. cook this thick soup. You, thick soup. You cook this over low heat, stirring occasionally for five minutes. And then you okay. divide it evenly, makes two servings. So you're serving. So you and by a the sad way, friend. You're serving. <laughs> just so that you know, your serving is a quarter of a head of lettuce, a third of a cup of skim milk, and a packet of chicken broth, instant chicken broth. Oh, God. That's what you're eating salty lettuce milk. Salty lettuce milk. That's what this, oh, this is. This is so upsetting. I just, I don't see the point to it. Who's eating this? I don't know, but I just Googled lettuce potage to see what would come up. And Nothing? No. Some man in Canada, this is a very Canadian dish as it turns out. Ugh. But no, it sounds so much better. It's lettuce, onions, vegetable broth, country bread... Okay, then. Creme fraiche, yellow curry powder, olive oil, salt, and pepper. Okay, I don't understand why the lettuce is in there, but fine. I think that... You know, all of the rest of that stuff is fine. I think the lettuce must provide color. That's basically it. And it looks delicious. It looks like a fancy pea soup. Well, this one doesn't. This one looks like off-green paper mache. Yeah. Are we ready for fish spectaculars? Oh, if you don't mind, please. Okay. The first recipe that I want to talk about is something called fish balls. (laughs) (laughs) Which I want to talk about for more. Oh, Jean. Look at you and your double entendre. I don't think she meant it that way. Um... Uh, because, frankly, I don't think Jean Nidich had a sense of humor. Really? Well, you know why. Because she was hangry the entire time. Because she was hangry all the time. When I'm hangry, I, too, have 0% sense no. of humor. No, me too. And I flip into hangry so fast. Like, I'm slightly, slightly hungry. If I don't then find a snack, I am a bitch on wheels. Can like, you imagine... Your snack being paper mache lettuce potage. Right. So, of course, you're going to be a hellfire brimstone bitch. I I don't blame her. I would be, too. Well, I blame her because she chose this. You what? Say that again? I blame her because she chose it. She chose that life. Did she choose it or did society choose it for her? Let's be honest. Listen, for a while there, she was fat and happy. So, like... She had an option. Whatever. She fucking had an option. Society did choose it for her, but I still think that she had a role. I don't know. I mean, and it's she's like a brought chicken us, egg situation, She's isn't brought it? us all into her misery with her. Okay. Mm. Fish balls. Are we ready for fish balls? Yes. Take it home, sis. Okay. So I need to say that 
at like dim sum. Oh yeah. I fuck with a dim sum fish ball every day. I love fish balls and dim sum. This is not that. This is not that. Okay. What is this? Okay. Well, I mean, I will tell you that there's unflavored gelatin and artificial sweetener in here. Oh, well, thank God. Thank God for that. So you can basically, like, light up with your intestines. Go on. Yeah. So it's eight ounces of flounder and eight ounces of halibut, both cut in strips, and a small rib of celery. You put all of that through a grinder, or... You can blend it into a, in a blender until smooth. And then you add dehydrated onion flakes, garlic powder, salt, pepper, and artificial sweetener. Mix well. Oh. At, yeah. God, why the artificial sweetener? I don't know. Like, this would, I have to tell you, I picked this recipe to talk about because of the artificial sweetener. Like, I feel like that's the a artificial sweetener. That you don't it actually doesn't sound that bad. And I mean, every, not every culture, but certainly, you know, many Eastern cultures, they have fish cakes and things like that. And that, right. S- and this it doesn't sound pretty much like that's what that is. And no, then you add the so sweet element. Why? Well, and the artificial sweetener, like, why would you do that? Like, you know, the well, Vietnamese Vietnamese have this, what I think is an incredibly delicious food that's like a shrimp paste. Mm-hmm. And shrimp are kind of naturally sweet, right? And you, gr- you make this shrimp paste and you wrap it around sugar cane and you steam it and then you grill it. And like the sugar from the sugar cane goes into the shrimp and the shrimp flavor kind of goes into the sugar cane and you eat it all together and it's incredibly delicious okay but, but we this have to is remember like that this aspartame is, right and we have to remember sucralose. that this is from a time mm-hmm. when fat was the big bad right 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 and everyone was like low fat low fat low fat and you wound up eating a tremendous amount of sugar because the only way that you could get flavor into your food was Was adding sugar sugar or sweetener right right or salt as we see salt so right right. or three bullion cubes per one cup of water so and i and what i understand i mean i don't understand it but i am sympathetic to why you add the aspartame. I can't imagine that it would I can't. taste anything even fucking close no, or because, adjacent to good. But right. here and we also, are. And also, like, this isn't the time of, like, all sorts of fancy, you know, naturally derived stevia. Oh, no, girl. You're this never going to see an agave a this moment a, in the 70s. This was a fucking pink packet right. of sweet and low is all this was and that's what they yes and i remember disgusting. like you know my aunties and my mother like as if it were yesterday saying pass me a pink one or pass me a blue one right 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 so gross and okay then in the late 80s it became pass me a yellow one with the fancy right. splenda which is but you were putting on airs right there so yeah, yeah. All right. So. Okay, but what I will say, the genius of Gene Neidich and these recipes, or whoever developed these recipes, I will admit this. One of the ways that, like, you can substitute for fat is to find another way to add kind of, like, body to a dish, right? Like, Which is gelatin. Which is gelatin, because yeah. it has that same... 
mouthfeel, right? Oh, like God. you can taste that, like you can taste that it's thicker. You can taste that there's more to whatever it is that you're eating. But you can't have, this is the kind of thing that you would never be able to have. Like you can't make it ahead of time or you can't have leftovers of because it will solidify, right? I mean, that's Well, I, I mean, these are fish balls. When They're you- meant to be solid. It's not like the gelatin soup. Right, I guess that's true. And the soup, like, the, but remember, like, the soup, if you aspic-y, reheat it. It doesn't become right, jelly-like. If, well, but if you reheat it, that all melts again. Well, God bless America. You're right. I've yeah. got nothing to say to that. You're exactly right. Okay, anyway, so all that's left in here is artificial sweetener and a tablespoon of unflavored gelatin. And you, like, roll this, you add cold water a tablespoon at a time until the mixture will not absorb anymore, and you shape it into balls and bake it for 15 minutes until cooked throughout. Serve on bed of romaine leaves, which, of course, we could not do today. No, we could, this is garnish with horseradish. That's right. Terrible. Gone with the dodo, the romaine lettuce. And the woolly mammoth. Um, So there are two, then two things here that I feel like we don't need to review because we've reviewed these so often, but I do need to note that they are here. Okay, bring it on. There is a salmon loaf, which is, of course, a gelatin mold. Yes, it is. With uh, canned salmon, celery, onion, green pepper, pimento, parsley, vinegar, mayonnaise, and chicken broth. Uh, gross. And then there's a shrimp salmon mold. Oh! Which is made with I was, lemon juice. I was wondering because I know that shrimp can be fatty. So mm. I thought for some reason that maybe they just didn't use shrimp, but in fact they do. I don't okay. think shrimp, I feel like shrimp is usually, shrimp can be high cholesterol, I think, but I don't think it's fatty. Okay, okay. But I do want to review this one because I think that it is egregious. So it is, it's a, it's a shrimp and salmon jello mold. But I just want to talk real quick about what's in the jello mold. So, uh... It is unflavored gelatin, softened in a quarter cup of cold water. Uh, You stir that over low heat until the gelatin dissolves. Okay. Then you combine that dissolved gelatin with lemon juice, not so bad, lemon zest, lemon rind, a half teaspoon of vanilla extract. Oh, that's the surprise. That is a surprise fish dish. Then a teaspoon of imitation butter flavoring and three drops of yellow food coloring. You run that, obviously, through a blender yet again. Um, And then you add crushed ice, three quarters of a cup of crushed ice, I guess, to cool it down really quickly. Um, Then you refrigerate that for five minutes. And then you put in six ounces of cooked shrimp, six ounces of drained canned salmon, and you uh, set it into individual molds until firmly set, which they ha- they have them in little fish molds, and serve oh it God, on a is, bed it's of cute. salad greens. <laughs> and this is too. It's not cute. You know what? They're it's they're like they're these two like curved fish molds, and they're set up in this like yin yang pattern. God, like koi fish. Yeah, I know exactly. I can see it in my mind. Yeah, in my mind's exciting. eye. But this like vanilla and buttermilk and inner and imitation butter thing, I find 
What the fuck is that vanilla Why doing vanilla? in there? Why vanilla? What is vanilla doing there? I don't know. Is that a cultural thing? Like, is there some culture that I, uses a savory vanilla? I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. That's, hold on. Bless you. <laughs> because bless in my you. mind, that sounds insanity. Yeah, that's really the worst of the fish spectaculars. There is something called Royale Roll-Ups, which is like, which is like, like spiced up sauerkraut rolled up in cod or sole fillets. But oh god, it's really just only so much you can take. Roll them up, move them out. Okay, so I just texted you a picture of aspic glazed lamb loaf. All right, you want me to take a look? We, yeah, we've moved on to. We've moved on to make ahead main dishes. It's a now, brain. I, it's a I brain the that they've made a yes. smiley face out of radish. Yeah, it's radish terrible. slices. It, it looks like a brain with teeth is what it looks like to me. <laughs> so it's like the vagina listener. dentata. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this is, listener, this is a lamb loaf that's been, like, made into a, like, oval shape. And then coated with several layers of what they call aspic, but which is actually just gelatin in chicken bouillon. Uh, For all intents and purposes, I mean, it's food shellac is what it is. It's It's awful. So they've shellacked this so that it's shiny. (laughs) But also it will keep the radishes still where they need to be. And then they have sliced radishes all around the sides, and it looks like it's grinning at you. It looks like a brain that's grinning at you. And it's very upsetting. And honestly, like, the recipe itself doesn't, other than the aspic, which sounds horrible, doesn't sound that bad for, like, a, you know, like a meatloaf. It's a meatloaf. That's a great idea, though, to make. But thanks, Jean. That's actually a really great idea to make a meatloaf out of lamb. Well, I would think so, except, like, you know, I can really get behind a lamb meatball and mm-hmm. a lamb kebab and yeah. all of that. I really love lamb. Mm-hmm. But here's here's my problem with this. In order to make this, you take a pound of cooked lamb, so already okay. lamb that's been cooked and cut <laughs> into quarter-inch pieces. So this is not ground lamb. Uncooked. Oh! Okay, so it's, okay, so it's pre- like a lamb stew, but no, put together. No, 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 okay. no okay. just wait. So it's pre-cooked lamb. Okay. Cut into like tiny bite-sized pieces. And then you run it through a blender. Ew. And mix it with tomato puree, oh. celery, curry powder, oh, salt, and garlic no, powder. Oh, no, not this shit again. Why? Well, so the texture also, is basically paste. Well, the texture is like... It's grainy paste because now it's like already cooked lamb. Like there's no, like when you've cooked the lamb, the fat comes out of it. There's nothing to bind this together. There's no eggs. There's no breadcrumbs. Do they want you to cook it again or then it's. Yes. Wait. Yes. Wait. Then you. Yes. Then you bake it. You put it into a baking pan and you bake it at 300 degrees Fahrenheit for 30 minutes. Well, there you go again. That's the that's the like take out the fat so that it's no fat. But I'm sure it serves 32. I'm sure that fucking smiley brain serves 30 fucking two people that you take Uh, like a little bit of nothing of it. It serves 
four garnished with parsley. Wait, it serves four? four? Well, but remember, this is only a pound of cooked lamb. So you've gotten a quarter oh, so pound of small. lamb. Okay. It's very okay. small. It's very small. It just small. looks bigger. You it's know, they serve everything. Objects in the mirror are bigger than they appear. Well, but it's Weight Watchers trick. If you serve everything on a small plate with a lot of vegetables around it, it looks bigger than it is. So you chill, like you bake it, and then you chill it in the refrigerator. No, sorry. You bake it, and then you've softened gelatin and chicken bouillon in a, in a saucepan. And you chill that until it's syrupy, and you spoon a thin layer of it over the cooled lamb loaf, which I, like, I assume, and then you keep doing, like, every, then you put it in the fridge until it sets, then you add a second layer, and then you add a third layer, and you repeat until the loaf is thickly coated with aspic. And I assume that you need the aspic at this stage because to there's hold no it fat. together. So you're basically like I, replacing the as you're replacing the fat with aspic. I don't think it's a replacement of the fat. I think it's a replacement of a binder. Of the like there's nothing right. There's That's nothing right. holding this together. I would offer to make this. So it doesn't sound so bad. What? Except Where are you for the getting fact, a pound of cooked lamb? Right, I was going to say, except for the fact that I would not be able to do that to lamb. Like, I don't... Lamb is not cheap. Like, no, this pisses not. me off. Maybe it was cheaper in the 70s? I can't imagine that's true. I don't know. Is that possible? I don't think so. I don't know. I find this very upsetting. I can't look at it anymore. It's grinning at me. Putting <laughs> this away. Let's talk about cheese bake lunch. Ew, let's not. All right. Cheese bake lunch? Yeah. What is the... Okay. All right. Okay, so I will tell you what this is. They they pretend that it is a cake. But it is so sad... So it's a cheesecake. Right, but it's it's actually sad cinnamon toast lasagna. Ew! Wait, <laughs> what? Okay, so you take four slices of enriched white bread, and you sprinkle one side of each slice of bread with cinnamon... And then you roll the bread thin with a rolling pin and cut it into one-inch strips. So this is where my, like... I would like to begin by telling you that this noodles. sounds like 100% something that my nine-year-old would make. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But please remember that there's no sugar involved yet. Delicious. So it's just okay. cinnamon. Okay. It's just cinnamon and white bread rolled thin and cut into one-inch strips. Then you put those strips, cinnamon sides down on the bottom and around the sides of a non-stick nine-inch square pan, like a brownie pan, or uh -huh. a nine-by-five-inch loaf pan. They take great pains to tell you that the cheese filling that you're about to make is going to fill any spaces between the bread strips and will hold the cake together. They don't even put, like, air, like scare quotes around cake. I find disingenuous. It's a cake. All right, go mm. on. Then you're combining one and a third cups of cottage cheese, three quarters of a cup of buttermilk, and four medium eggs, which I feel like is a lot. Um, so again, this is making a cheesecake with fucking cottage cheese. Yeah. Uh -huh. Then artificial sweetener to equal a quarter cup of sugar. Like that's a lot of sweet and low. How much sweet and low? A quarter cup? A quarter cup. And a tablespoon of vanilla extract and a quarter teaspoon lemon rind. Okay. You're mixing that all together in a blender and then processing it at a high speed until it's smooth and creamy. 
And then you're spooning that over the bread thing and baking it at 275 for an hour. Then you're turning off the heat and letting it stand in the oven another hour and refrigerating another hour. And then you're going to turn it upside down onto a serving platter and divide evenly. It makes four luncheon servings. So you're essentially getting... But it's a dessert. It's a dessert. I mean, but you're meant to eat it for lunch, I guess. So it's essentially a quarter... Let's not call this cake. (laughs) I have a real problem calling this cake. Here's my question. Gross. Can we dig into cottage cheese for just a hot mom? Sure. Is cottage cheese, is it really that much more healthy than any other dairy product? No. Why? I like it. Like, I know you don't like cottage cheese. I really like cottage cheese. What about cottage cheese? Let's... What about cottage cheese do you really like? I like all dairy products. I'm a big dairy fan. There's very few dairy things that you can bring me that I'm like, ew. The only thing I don't like about dairy is like I would never, ever consider drinking a big old glass of milk. That sounds disgusting to me. Okay. But Uh, you would have Everything else, I'm 100% behind. I love love cheese of every kind. I think cottage cheese... I don't like the like low fat cottage cheese. I want a full fat, creamy, and when they say cottage, cottage cheese, cheese, Jean means a low fat cottage cheese, of course. Mm hmm. Yeah, she specifies. What do you do with cottage cheese? Do you just eat it plain? I eat it plain with well, I I like to put tomatoes and pepper, like black pepper, in it. Okay. Like a really good cut tomato with some salt. Okay. And then cottage cheese over that and black pepper over that and just eat the whole thing. That's a really, like, I love that snack. I'm not a sweet cottage cheese person. I know people put, like, pineapple and mandarin orange slices and shit over it. That sounds disgusting to me. Ugh. I I want it, like, cheese. I want it, like... I, I wonder it, if that's why I don't like cottage cheese, because I associate it's it with supposed the to be sweet. sweet. I think sweet is disgusting. I don't want sweet. I don't like sweet cheese. But I feel like it's also the gateway to like I don't know. I, I here's the other thing is that but I you're associate, a texture person. I am a you texture don't like person. The lumps. I don't like a lump, and I also very much associate cottage cheese with dieting. So it yes. is already yeah. stigmatized for me. Can we move on from cottage cheese? Yes, because I really want to talk about this next one because it makes me really mad. Well, listen, so, I bring it on. I'm excited to hear. So, so this one is chopped chicken liver. And I am mad here because she is deeply fucking with the food of our people. But it's her people too. That she should never Let us go have back to episode to 1 of Weight Watchers. That, that she's she all have, up in the Jews. She is a Jewess. Then she, then she should have never done this to our food. And also, <laughs> liver is fucking fattening. Yeah, that's surprise. I was going to say that's a surprising choice. Chicken for her to make. liver is not a health food. There's a <laughs> lot of shit going on in awful that you're not supposed to be eating if you're watching your weight. That is like, correct. That this is, is correct. a really stupid move. And then, and then she just fucking destroys this. And it like, well, is it a mock liver? Is she making no, it with like saltines? No. Here, are you and, ready? Okay, I'm are ready. you ready? Yeah, oh yeah. my god, this makes me so mad. Okay, so first, <laughs> I feel like we should talk about what goes into real chopped liver. Okay, yes. And there is not much. 
What goes into real chopped liver is schmaltz, or if you don't have it, some other kind of solid animal-derived fat. Listener, schmaltz is chicken schmaltz. fat to those right to those who are Jewish impaired. Moving on. Listen, four people listen to this, and I bet they're all Jews. <laughs> Who's listening? Okay, <coughs> at least three quarters. So, at least three quarters of the people that. Every single person I know that has listened to this is Jewish. I just want to make sure that we're not alienating anybody. Okay. Listen, you Goyim who somehow stumbled upon this podcast. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. We strive to understand You might have stumbled upon this because we have started to put this in the true crime category. We've noticed that true crime is incredibly popular. It's very popular. And as Nama so eloquently said, Mm -hmm. we too are true crimes, but it is culinary crimes. Right. It is crimes crimes of the mouth. Crimes against your stomach. Crimes of taste. Crimes against food. (laughs) This is a crime against food. And I think... An atrocity against the Jews. This is oh my god! This, like this, are recipe, you telling me that Jean Nidich has created a another self- a culinary holocaust, if you will? She is a self-hating Jew. Well, That's I'm what proud I'm to call say. myself a survivor. Go on. Good. Okay. Me and so Beyonce. Here's what's to- I'm here. not a survivor. I'm gonna make it. Okay. All right. No. Okay. Yeah. Fine. All right. Here's what's supposed to go in chicken and chopped liver, and it's not much. It's schmaltz. Yep. You fry onions. You fry the liver until it's still a little pink inside, chopped into pieces. Salt. The end. You blend. take it out. Put it in a blender. No, you do not blend. You do not. No, you do not. Oh, my God. You chop it. Oh, you chop it. Chop it. it as Hence, chop, chop it and liver. you keep You're chopping. Right. Okay. You keep chopping and then you add some chopped hard-boiled eggs. That is all that goes into chopped liver. All right. Okay. That's it. That sounds delicious. It is incredible. And when it's made right, it's like creamy and perfect because you've got the like silky fat and you've got the like not overcooked livers and the sweetness of the onion and the like, the like sort of chew of the, of the eggs, the hard boiled eggs. And it's perfect. This is not that. What is it, Nama? This, you put chicken livers, uh, one and a half pounds of chicken livers, in a non-stick pan and sprinkle with salt, garlic powder, cayenne pepper, and cook it over medium heat, turning frequently 10 minutes, or until livers are cooked through. Motherfucker. That's a dry-ass, <laughs> disgusting liver. All right. Then, you put livers... And a quarter cup of dehydrated onion flakes through the fine blade of a meat grinder or whirl in a blender mm-hmm. until finely chopped. And yeah. then you add chicken bouillon to moisten. No, well, because you've taken all the fat out. You need something to moisten it. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nama. No. This this is what you're going to stand. This is the hill you're going to no. die on. Yes, it is. That's horrible. There are pr- a 
approximately 52 recipes in these cards, in these index cards that include fish of some sort and aspartame. And this This is where you're going to choose to die. This one is not a recipe. This one is a personal affront. She was a Jew and she should have known better. And that was not okay. Just leave it out of the recipe card. You left us here to die, Jean. If you don't want so if you want to have a diet chicken liver, you know what you should eat? Nothing. Lettuce fucking soup. <laughs> Let it be on your cheat day. Right. Jesus fucking Christ, Gene. That's right. Jesus fucking Christ. Our people Christ. have been through enough. Our people have been through enough. <laughs> we did not walk 40 years in the desert so we could have a dry ass chicken liver overcooked <laughs> Chicken fucking liver that had to be re-moistened because the fat was all cooked out of it with fucking bullion. You heinous bitch. Really? Now listen, I have to tell you something. I think Gina's gotten hers because my surprise for you is that we all remember my good friend Chloe. Chloe and Michael, who are the third and fourth hosts of this podcast, if I do say so myself. Ugh, I love them so. Chloe happened upon a friend of hers who was getting rid of a bunch of cookbooks and was like, oh, you might need these for your show. And I was going to send them to you. But frankly, I was just too lazy to go. Who goes to the post office anymore? Didn't we just read some article about about some kid? Right. (laughs) About a millennial who was like, I get a tremendous amount of anxiety by going to the post office. I was like, you don't deserve to vote. If you get anxiety going to the fucking post office and buying a stamp, you like a prisoner. Like I would actually prefer a prisoner get fucking voting rights over you. Give them back. Give them back to that person. Anyway. All right. So one of these books was the Gene Nidich Weight Watchers cookbook. Uh, Oh, really? The complete (gasps) program, including menu plans and 550 recipes. She's looking very cute. She's sort of kneeling on. She's she's sitting on a stool and kind of leaning to the side and looking up. It's definitely. Listen. She said to the photographer, this is my best side. Please get me the, on this side. Can you. It's from ni- you, copyright 1966. And I want to read you a bit from the back. Wait, before you read from the back, can you just take a closer look at the cover and see Look look at her face yeah. really closely. Yeah. And see can you tell if she hates herself for being Jewish? So here's the thing. <laughs> I think she You must. know I think she that must. I'm gonna say ninety eight percent of Jews are not blonde. Oh no, this I know. Woman has she, a yeah. full, she's got a no, dye job. She she's is a blonde to, with a dark past. With a clearly a dark past and a very dark root. And she is definitely trying she's trying to pass i will say that yeah when i look on the back and i'm gonna send you this photo so stand by i think there are two photos of her side by side sort of and one of them she's um she's in a bathing suit and she's at her 214 pounds which listener i weigh more than by the way and i recently lost 10 pounds but anyway what is so fascinating about this is that the picture of her heavier, quote unquote, she's in a bathing suit. She looks fantastic and happy. 
Oh, she looks great. She's and got she looks a so happy. Genuine. She's got a genuine smile. Whereas the picture, the after picture, she looks uh, like a robot. And she's, you know, the only reason she's standing like that is because she's in so many spanks or whatever. Like I'm a sure. Girdle. It's keeping her rail so straight. It's interesting. She says, I used to be a compulsive eater. Now I'm a compulsive size 12. When everyone in the house was asleep, I would steal into the bathroom to eat boxes of cookies I had hidden there. Weight Watchers began, and she talks about the Weight Watchers, how it, she invited friends to her mm-hmm. house, and so on and so on and so on. The fat person doesn't have many pleasures. He can't bowl. He can't dance. He can't do anything because he can barely support his own body just even walking. None so of that is eats. true. Now listen up, sister. From 1966 to 2018, you can go fuck right the hell off. And I prefer 214-pound Jean, who was gorgeous in her strapless bathing suit and had a hell of a lot of moxie, as I can see from that smile, and those gams that are walking, batting a thousand. I can dance. No kidding. And Jean can clearly dance. We can do anything. We can curl if we want to. We can leave Where your friends behind. <laughs> exactly. I listen. This is coming from somebody. I, you know, I was a solid Weight Watchers girl for several years. Right. And I and went the, my first diet at age six, as ugh, we all know. So up. But that's the seventies. That's what happened. You know. I know. What, and it, like that's that's exactly how it works. And I, diss anybody who's on Weight Watchers now because like look I think I stopped going to Weight Watchers because the meeting that I was going to was had turned into like an hour-long advertisement for Weight Watchers products like the best meetings that I went to were ones where everybody like traded recipes and traded products and problem solved what was coming up that week and I thought those were great and really supportive and it was at a time where I was feeling uh like I I gained so much weight with my pregnancy. Right. And, like, more weight than what was healthy. And when I had my baby, I was, like, I felt like shit, right? Like, I could bear... Like, I just... I felt awful. And that's... That's a personal thing. Like, you feel like shit. You want to get healthier. Right. I get it. And, like, Weight Watchers really helped for a minute. Uh, and for, for a long time, and then I kind of fell off the wagon. And I've actually been thinking about going back, except that... You don't want to eat lettuce potage? That, yeah, this is pissing me off. And, like... <laughs> and also, I mean, I have to th- say that, like, part of the reason that I feel like not going back is this, mm-hmm. like, feeling of rebellion of, like, you know who wants me to be thin is the patriarchy. It's not That's me. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. It's not me. And so, like, I, I, listen, I'm also, like, my hip is starting to hurt and my knees are starting to hurt, so that's not okay. So, like, I've definitely packed it on in this last couple of years of total Trump stress eating. Right. So, part of me also feels like I can't hand my body over to this administration either. Yeah. So, I need to find a healthy balance. Yeah. But, like, the healthy balance is finding out, like, what I want versus what the patriarchy wants exactly i mean listen if you do not feel comfortable at whatever weight you're at by all means do whatever you need to do to change that you know but don't confuse 
you not feeling comfortable with the patriarchy or others or society or whatever you want to call it not feeling comfortable. Right. Because I will tell you right now, you are gorgeous at whatever size you are. And if that, if it's, if it's important to you because you think changing the outside is going to help, then go for it. I am not one to say don't diet. You know what's funny is that, yeah. What's funny for me is that like, I, listen, you know that I no longer, I used to in my youth, but I really don't have a crisis of self-confidence. Like, I, I think that I am pretty fucking amazing. I think you're pretty fucking amazing as well. And I'm actually like, I look in the mirror and I'm not upset by how I look. Like, I'm kind of pissed off that I've outgrown a bunch of my clothes and that's getting expensive. But like, but I'm not upset at how I look. I'm like, no, I look good. I like how I look. I don't care. I just don't feel good. Like my sciatica that I only got when I was pregnant is acting up and like all this shit. So I think it's probably time. I understand. And I will, I support anyone, no matter what, whatever you want to do. But I also support you if you embrace the body that you have now, because I tell you that you are beautiful. Thank you. And I think that like what I. That's for you, Nama, but it's also, by the way, for all, every listener. All of the gaggle. All of the gaggle. gaggle. Uh, So I, I think my, the, like what I'm bristling about with Weight Watchers reviewing these cards and reviewing Gene Neidich's history and like, all of that is that like the tension for me is that Weight Watchers is something that actually really helped me when I needed it. And I think it obvious. I mean, and clearly it helped a tremendous amount of people. It and is has, the and has most helped popular a tremendous amount of loss. people. Yeah. I think it's helped a tremendous amount of people. And it feels like it's one of those things like America that can be great, but has horrifying origins, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, terrible intentions at the outset, and America used to be lovely, and now it's terrible again, so we're back to our roots. Right. You know what I mean? Make America a dumpster fire again. I know. (laughs) So I'm like, like, you know, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, because the way Weight Watchers works now, like, really does help a lot of people. It's a very difficult, it's a very layered subject, right? I know. And... Plus some. I mean, everyone says, you know, uh, there's so many studies that state that within two years, you've gained back all the weight that you've ever, I think, like 95% of the people. And I yeah, could be. that's where I am. Yeah, have gained back all the weight plus a little bit. So you should not feel shame about that. Diets are meant in a lot of ways they're not meant to keep you on them diets are right the the whole ideas of a diet is once you go off you're gonna gain the weight back right so the idea is to find a happy medium and a way that we can all be comfortable in our own skin and i don't know the answer i certainly don't have the answer to that i've been fucking battling this shit for 45 years so i'm not the one gina but like i know Someone's got to know. Someone's got to have the answer. So, um... Anyway, it's going to be your job to edit this. <laughs> okay. So now we're on main dishes and minutes. And the only thing... Can I just thing- say that I just opened the book for a minute? 
and what appeared before me is something called asparagus puff. Oh my god, I'm about to talk about a tuna puff. <laughs> we have dueling puffs! We have dueling puffs. This actually doesn't sound so bad. I just wanted to say the word tuna puff. Okay, so a tuna puff is card number 22 in mm-hmm. Main Dishes and Minutes. Okay. And let me tell you that the only thing that I think that can be worse than just straight diet food is either budget diet food oh, no. or or speedy diet food. And this is kind of both. Ew. So like, All right, hit me with actually, your best shot. It doesn't sound so bad. It's eggs, canned tuna, dehydrated <laughs> onion, dry mustard, pepper, and salt. What's the only thing that's that bad about it? That doesn't sound so bad. It doesn't sound bad. What is bad about it is the like extra fucking step that you're actually you're making like a tu- what is essentially a tuna souffle. Oh my god. So you're beating like you're beating the egg yolks and combining with the tuna fish and stirring in the onion flakes, mustard and pepper. And then you're beating the egg whites with salt and you're folding that all together and then you're baking it. And like you've you've made a tuna souffle and it's just like if you're going to go through all of the fucking trouble to make a souffle Make a why fucking soup. Why is it canned it, tuna? Why is it canned tuna? That's just, I find that very upsetting. Yeah, that's um, And then, okay. Look, at, I know that I just went on a really ridiculously long rant about chicken livers. <laughs> it's okay. I love you for it. But there's another recipe in Main Dishes and Minutes called Chicken Liver Bake, and it just oh. sounds horrid. Yeah, chicken so liver taking, bake in general sounds horrid. Yeah, so you're sprinkling a pound of chicken livers with a teaspoon of salt and a half teaspoon onion powder, and then you're browning them on all sides on a, in a nonstick pan. Then you're putting them into a baking dish and com- and combining a half of a cup of evaporated skimmed milk. God, with two why teaspoons, in the fucking liver? All right, I don't know. With two teaspoons of dehydrated lemon rind and an eighth of a teaspoon of mace. Wait a second. What's a dehydrated lemon rind? Is that something you make yourself or can you buy that? It's it's l- dried lemon zest. So you've got your chicken livers all browned and in this baking dish and then you pour a mixture of a half of a cup of evaporated skim milk, two teaspoons of dehydrated lemon rinds, so wait, is this some teaspoon. McCormick thing? I just don't understand. Yeah, you can I think buy it's a, evaporated. I think you can buy like lemon zest, like dried lemon zest. Okay. And then you pour that. You mix that all up with an eighth of a teaspoon of mace, and you pour it over the livers, and you bake it at three twenty-five for ten minutes. This sounds disgusting. That sounds disgusting, right? And the picture is awful. Is the it just picture, gray? What I think it looks like. It looks like 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 browned ears in milk. Oh God! It looks terrible. Oh my Ed Gein! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I told you it was terrible. This is oh, what happens when you ask Gein. a person when you ask a person with a degree in genocide studies right. what something looks like when it's a right. nightmare. Okay, are we ready for sa- salads hot and cold? Oh yes, absolutely. There's a lot of gelatin. All right, well, we don't need to go through that. We've done a gelatin. Uh, we need to go through some of this. <laughs> I'm I'm skipping most of the gelatin molds because, like, I want you to know that there's a rosy perfection salad in here. Aww. Just to, like, 
And I want you to know that it has it. The rosiness is that it's red cabbage, and that they use artificial sweetener because that's horrible. Of course. But um, but I'm mostly I'm mostly skipping the Jello molds. All right. Um, but the first one I want to talk about is called a cauliflower orange salad. Oh, that sounds disgustipating. Please continue. I mean, I don't want those two. I really like cauliflower and I really like oranges. And I also like a like sweet, savory salad thing, okay. but I don't want this. So this is three <laughs> cups of cauliflower, like a small head of cauliflower shredded. Then two small oranges that, you know, you've like sectioned them and taken out all of the membrane. Right. Okay. Um... And a tablespoon of dehydrated onion. And you just mix Ew. all of those three things oh. together. Ew. And then you serve it. No, it gets worse because you serve it with something called pimento dressing. And here's oh, what pimento God. dressing is. Pimento dressing is a seven-ounce jar of pimentos drained, two tablespoons of onion bouillon, which I believe is just like Lipton, Lipton onion soup Lipton mix. soup, yeah. Two teaspoons of lemon juice and a half teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce whizzed up in a blender. Oh my god. Oh my god. And that and you put that on top and it's just like it's the color of ketchup in here and you just like glop it on top of that cauliflower and orange shit. It just sounds horrible. Horrible. That sounds terrifying. Okay. This I have to send you a picture of because it's amazing. There's something called a chilled celery log. <laughs> it's incredible. I can't wait for you to see this. I can't wait. Wait, hold on. I got to send this to you. It's I'm amazing. Excited. Wow. It's like the most impressive presentation I've seen yet. So what this is, you take a 10-ounce package of frozen cauliflower. Okay. Cooked and drained. And you mash it. And then you stir in a medium green pepper, finely chopped, two tablespoons of chopped pimento, the leaves of like one tablespoon of chopped celery leaves, which I think is actually kind of clever because celery leaves give a really lovely like herby flavor. Yeah, yeah, totally. And a tablespoon of chopped fresh parsley, salt and pepper. You mix that all together with the mashed cauliflower. This doesn't sound so bad. No, it doesn't. And it's amazing looking oh here it came yeah you're taking the stalks off of a celery bunch and both ends yeah okay it's a stuffed okay yeah it's a stuffed celery Uh so you're taking you're taking a whole bunch of celery and you're taking all of the stalks off and trimming both ends of the stalks okay and then you're combining four cups of boiling water with four packets of instant chicken broth and seasoning mix of course you are and uh, in a skillet, and you're stirring until that mix is dissolved. Then you're adding se- the celery stalks to it and simmering them for 10 minutes, like until they're kind of soft, I guess. That and then you're very filling... labor intensive. It's very labor intensive. And then you're filling them, each of the stalks with the cauliflower mixture, and then squishing them together so that they're in the shape of the original bunch. And so that it makes kind of like a rosette of celery stalks and mushed cauliflower mixture. So it's vegan. And you're tying... <laughs> yeah, and then you're... Yes, actually. And then you're tying it together with a string and refrigerating it for 45 minutes so it all, like, 
congeals and sticks together and then you're cutting it into one inch slices and you can see it makes these like celery mushed cauliflower rosettes wow and the pimento the pimento colored it all kind of pink it's amazing there's no way it's good it's got to be well i think so like i think we should find out that has to be this chilled celery log is one of i think this and lettuce soup has to be oh god Okay, so there's a frozen cheese salad, which is exactly as you would think. It's Ew. cottage cheese, blue cheese, buttermilk, oh. a bunch of spices, including barbecue spice, and you blend it all together and put it in a freezer tray and freeze it at least three hours. So it's but like how is that diet? blue cheese. I don't know. It's blue cheese ice cream is what it is, oh, essentially. God. And you eat it. You eat it with raw broccoli florets and green pepper strips, like a like a frozen. Like a frozen veggie dip. Yeah, veggie dip. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand. I understand. Uh, There's another thing like that where there's some tomato juice and gelatin as well. Yeah. So And then it's like layered. Like you have the tomato jelly and then the cheese thing and then tomato jelly again. No. Gross. Sacramento fish salad. This is not going to be good, is it? No. Is Sacramento known for its fish, Nama? What is Sacramento known for? Lady being bird. miserable. Yeah. Being a miserable city where... Yeah, it's the Cincinnati of the West Coast, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just said this to you. Sacramento fish salad. You combine a cup of clam juice, oh, a cup I, of water. Oh, God. It's horrifying already. Yes. The picture is terrible. So it's a cup of clam juice, a cup of water, a packet of instant chicken broth and seasoning mix, lemon juice, a tablespoon of lemon juice, three whole cloves, half of a bay leaf, don't want too much, and a quarter teaspoon mace. Can I, put have that we in talked about the bay leaf before? That I'm not I don't think they do anything. Any I, neither am I. Neither and I. I think it's just annoying. I think it's a myth. I think, you know what? I think when you can get your hands on like fresh laurel bay leaves, they do something. Really? I think dried, yeah. I think dried bay leaves do shit all. Oh, there's your fish salad. Hold on. Wow. Yeah. How does it get that okay. brown on it? Is it, do you Listen, put it? Okay. We're going to, we're going to hear. Okay. <laughs> we're about okay, to so break it take, down. You take that clam juice mixture. And you boil it. Then you reduce the heat and simmer it. Then you add one pound of flounder fillets and simmer for four minutes until the fish flakes easily with a fork. You remove that from the pan and chill. Then you combine a cup of chopped cooked spinach. Sacramento fish salad and chill. Yep. Now, wait a second. Yes. I have a question. What? Is the, what kind of fish was it? Flounder. Is the flounder like bottom feeder okay it's not kosher it's not kosher but i feel like there's a tremendous amount of flounder in this cookbook i think that it you know is it's there a, it's a flounder a, industrial it, complex that somehow is being paid a into light i think it is a light thin white fish okay. just like jean nightage she is a light thin white fish she is. She's a light, thin white fish. Okay. Sacramento so you take a fish cup salad of cooked, and chill. Let's go. So you cup of a cup of cooked spinach that you've chopped, and you add one tablespoon of wine vinegar, they don't specify what kind, and two teaspoons of chives. And you put that cooked spinach 
that's been vinegared up. In the center of a serving platter, you chop with your clam juice fish and surround with tomato and cucumber slices and garnish it with romaine leaves and lemon wedges. And you serve with Louis dressing, like shrimp Louis. What is that? Salad dressing. It's like a fancier Thousand Island. Hang on. I'm going to... They have a recipe for Louis dressing, and it's card number 13. Uh, Theirs is one cup of tomato puree, two tablespoons cider vinegar, two teaspoons dehydrated parsley flakes, a third of a cup of non-fat dry milk, a medium dill pickle chopped, a tablespoon of dehydrated onion flakes, a tablespoon of horseradish, and a teaspoon of imitation butter flavoring, which sounds like shitty version of cocktail sauce. Yeah, it sounds like cocktail sauce. It's shitty cocktail sauce, though. Oh, God. Because it's not ketchup, because ketchup has sugar. Okay. So that's I'm surprised that Sacramento that they... fish salad. Okay. God. Why Sacramento? They really aren't know. known for their fish or their seafood. Maybe are they known for their flounder? No, it's inland. Well, doesn't that surprise you? Isn't that disgusting? Or am I crazy? Uh, we're talking about the 1974 Weight Watchers International recipe cards. What part of this is disgusting surprises you? I skipped over. I mean, but even calling it, what was it called? Like spinach whip, spinach fluff. I don't know. It's like there's a certain cachet to it. But it's like, I don't even know. I was going to say it's like calling, you know, it's like having a Baltimore seafood dish. But Baltimore actually has seafood and are known for their fucking crabs. So I don't know. It's like. Oh, you know the famous Kansas City fish fry? Again, I think they might have a fish fry. But like the Kansas City oysters. There you go. Kansas City oysters. (laughs) Delish. Oh, my God. Kansas City oysters. So good. Kansas City oysters are probably like pig testicles. You know what I love? I love a Des Moines ceviche. (laughs) Anyway. So... Speaking of which, would you like to hear about Mexican shrimp orange salad where the lime dressing includes gelatin? Well, you know I do. Don't hold back, madam. A Mexican shrimp orange salad is a head of romaine lettuce that you use to line a platter or shallow salad bowl. And then you put lime dressing in in a bowl in the center of the platter. And I'll tell you what lime dressing is in a minute. And you surround it with orange slices Mm -hmm. and then arrange shrimp, uh, one and a half pounds of cooked shrimp around the orange slices. And then you put eight ounces of thinly sliced red onion around that. Ugh. And the lime dressing is unflavored gelatin in cold water. (laughs) And dissolve a lime, a sugar-free lime popsicle and serve. Yeah, with salt. God. And then, and then once it's dissolved, you add in lime juice, lime rind, and hot sauce. Oh. And refrigerate until the mixture is slightly thickened, not until it completely gels up. And just before serving, stir well with a fork or wire whisk. I feel like so, like Jean, you're pretending that there's oil yeah, in the salad you're dressing, like you're pretending that it's an emulsion, right. With the gelatin. But I feel like Jean is really playing some hardcore Russian roulette with the gelatin. Yeah. I mean, that's like I'm going to sit here 20 minutes because if if you are just yeah. this, if you leave it just the slightest bit over, it's going to completely solidify. 
And then you're wow. going to have Tabasco Jello, which, by the way, sounds fucking delicious in comparison to that weird ass Sacramento fish fry. <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay, stuffed lettuce wedges. Ooh, stuffed lettuce wedges. Okay, so have you. Well, I'll be sure about... to eat a very light breakfast. I don't want to spoil my appetite. We've talked about a wedge salad before, right? Like, I, you don't like them. I love them. I'm fine with a wedge salad. I, because here's the it's thing. Because like, the yes, main the vehicle, is blue cheese. And I know I'm going to have is, an enormous amount of diarrhea after. That's why. Right. But, like, you get blue cheese and bacon and chopped tomato. And if they're doing it right, it's really nice tomato. Which is, like, there's almost nothing that I like more in this world than, like, a really good tomato. Mm-hmm. With some kind of cheese. I can like, get on board with that. And my mouth is watering just thinking of like a good creamy blue cheese dressing with a really good tomato with all of those tomato juices running out of it. And the iceberg lettuce is just the vehicle. It's like a cracker. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is if you took a wedge salad and <laughs> took all of the joy out of it and added cottage cheese and gelatin. So what you're Ugh. doing with this, you don't even get the whole lettuce wedge. It's a shell of a lettuce. I'm not kidding. Oh, God. So you're Literally taking two envelopes of unflavored gelatin and softening them in a quarter cup of cold water. And then you're combining two and two-thirds cup of cottage cheese. I know. We don't have to go through it. One <laughs> tablespoon of chives and one tablespoon of prepared horseradish. And we're stirring it over low heat and adding in a saucepan. And then we're adding the gelatin and stirring it over a low heat until the gelatin is dissolved and chilling that 20 minutes. Oh. Meanwhile, while that chills, you're taking a curved knife and cutting out the center of a head of lettuce. Oh, my God. Iceberg lettuce. Okay. Leaving a shell about a half inch thick. And she she takes pains to note that you should save the lettuce center to use another time. But don't, you, you know, don't eat it, it now. You can put it in a soup. That's good you for soup. You can put soup. it in a soup. Do not cut through the bottom of the lettuce. So now you've got like a like a, an empty shell right. of a lettuce. What you're talking about here now, I'm imagining it. It's two to three leaves. No, it's thicker. It's like a half inch thick. Okay. Okay, Okay. so you've got a half inch thick shell of lettuce, but the lettuce head itself is still whole. You've just got like the bottom cut out. Okay. So that you could hollow it out. You've got a you've got a pumpkin, but it's made of lettuce. Uh huh. Are you gonna put? Are we about to just put cottage cheese and cut up? Filling. You're filling it with the cheese mixture, and then you're chilling the whole thing until it's set, and then you're cutting it in four equal wedges. You know, and would garnishing make it even with better radishes and watercress and paprika is is a slice of cantaloupe with that. Oh my god! Oh my god! But that's too much sugar, Jess. Too much sugar. Oh my god! Ugh! Yeah. Jesus Christ! Requiem for a depression. That sounds awful. Yeah. Everything, snacks, beverages, and light meals isn't so horrible, except that they put artificial sweetener in everything everything where it doesn't belong. So, like, there's a berry milkshake that's a cup of nonfat dry milk, a cup of ice water, three quarters of a cup of strawberries, artificial sweetener to equal half of a cup of sugar, then cherry extract and orange extract and ice cubes, and then, that like, that's in the blender. 
That's sounds that sounds so disgusting. terrible and like something you would give a six sad. year old. Yeah, this is actually making all of those Pinterest recipes how they're like, oh, if you want some ice cream, all you need to do is take a frozen banana and blend it. Oh, these are the worst. Yeah, but that makes that sound delicious in comparison yeah, to except, this horse shit. Except I'm still off bananas. Oh, um, God. <laughs> what a long strain trip it's been for you. All right. Cocktail favorites. How about just cock favorites? Well, here's the thing. When Weight Watchers put something in scare quotes... Oh, no. It's bad. So there's no alcohol in any of these. Oh, So this is a quote-unquote legal Manhattan, which is three quarters of a cup of chilled diet... Wait a second. A Manhattan is literally just all alcohol. Just alcohol. Yeah, and a maraschino sherry. Yeah. All right, what's happening? Okay, Three quarters of a cup chilled dietetic black cherry flavored soda. Mm-hmm. When they dietetic sounds so much worse than diet. Worse than diet, doesn't it? Dietetic uh, sounds. T- it's like one step removed from joy. You know, it's just yeah. terrible. So, by the way, this is a three. This is three quarters of a cup, and this is about to make two servings. God. Okay. So All three right. quarters of a cup of chilled diet black cherry soda. Uh huh. One tablespoon of lime juice and a half teaspoon of bitters. You stir all of that together and divide evenly into two cocktail glasses. Two servings. I'm gonna. That doesn't sound that bad. No, but it sounds infuriating. Right. That is not a fucking sounds, Manhattan. It it's nowhere upsetting. close to a Manhattan. It sounds upsetting, and it's not, sure. But for somebody, it's to be not like, even gonna look like a Manhattan in your like. You know, some of this is about like. Do you want something in your glass so nobody asks you if you want something to drink? You know? <laughs> and, like, that's not even going to look okay. Oh, my it's God. It's just going to look like cherry soda. Yeah. Well, I don't... Cherry soda does not look like what Manhattans are made out of, the, like, rye Is and whatever. Is cherry soda it looks Dr. Pepper? Red. That's just Dr. Pepper, right? No, it's not Dr. Pepper. It's cherry soda. Okay. You, you ready for the legal martini? Because it's worse. Ew! I can't even imagine what a legal martini would be, but go on. It's terrible. I have no doubt. One cup of hot water and one packet instant chicken broth and seasoning mix. What? Mm-hmm. You combine those and stir to dissolve and chill at least one hour. Then you add one and a half teaspoons lemon juice and a half teaspoon of bitters. Divide e- evenly into two cocktail glasses. You're not going to find garnish- two people who want to drink that. Uh-huh. And garnish each serving with a button mushroom. A canned what? button mushroom. What? Why a mushroom? Desired. Why not? Oh, because an olive is too caloric? A canned, canned button mushroom. Well, yeah. I a can. Slimy... I actually, in this instance, I could see why. Because I feel like a canned button mushroom, you just, you poke it with a skewer and it absorbs the skewer and retains the shape. Whereas Look if it. you had a fresh one, it would just like, Split in half. Look it. Here's what I want to tell you. Beef fizz was already a nightmare, but at least they had the wherewithal to like a not pretend that they were any sort of like actual cocktail that would have alcohol in it that you could get away with, and b they came up with funny names. Beef fizz is adorable. It's, Frisky it is. sour is adorable. Frisky it's sour disgusting. is so adorable. Frisky is sour no is hilarious. Hilarious. I wish I could figure out how to make it a Halloween costume. It's funny. This but this a is virgin martini. What this they call is it? lemon 
This is lemony cold chicken soup with a sad mushroom in it. I would, I'm going to go ahead and say that the mushroom is the proudest no. thing about that drink. It's a terrible thing. Don't malign the mushroom because out of all of these things, the, that mushroom is the only thing with some self-respect. I mean, you're not wrong. All right. Let's talk about hot wrap-ups. I feel like I need to send you a picture of this one. So this is like a lettuce roll-up with sliced pickles and capers on top oh. is what the picture is. What section is this? So it's like this? iceberg this lettuce. Salad, this is cold? snacks. Oh, this no, is... this is snacks, beverages, and light meals. Okay. You cook a cup of diced celery and a half of a cup of fresh mushrooms chopped up. You cook those in a half of a cup of chicken bouillon for five minutes or until the celery is tender but still crisp. Ugh. You drain that and reserve the broth and cool slightly. Can I, then you can combine. I make a comment? Are tender and crisp not opposites? No, you know, you can cook a vegetable until they're crisp tender. Like if you... um. It's not blanching. Blanching is... It's not blanching. It's like one step past. So like if you cook carrots, not until they're like soft, but like just until you can put a fork through, but they're still kind of crispy, you can do it. Okay. All right. Ask your husband, the cook in the family. (laughs) Okay. So you, you take that celery and mushrooms and remember that you've reserved the bouillon that you cooked them in. You don't want to waste any of that them, sweet, sweet no, water. No, you combine them with a t- two tablespoons of chopped chives, a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder, and a dash of white pepper. Don't get excited. <laughs> then oh you take four large iceberg lettuce leaves, and you you soak them in boiling water for 30 seconds, and then you drain them. You don't put them in ice water, which is what I would do. Not that I would ever do this. Right. But basically, you blanch iceberg lettuce. <sighs> So you've just collapsed all of the cellulose. So fat. When you blanch you it, it them. it's God, it's like already spoon, nothing anyway. I know. Then you spoon a quarter of the celery mixture into the center of each leaf. You roll up securely like a little burrito, folding the sides of the leaf over the filling. Secure with toothpicks if necessary. Paste in a baking dish, brush with reserved broth, and bake at 350 degrees for 10 minutes. Then you garnish with a half medium pickle slice. Oh, I thought that was a pickle. pickle I was wondering. Capers, sliced lime, and parsley. Two wrap-ups per serving. Oh, that's a generous portion. There's a perfect pizza lunch, which, by the way, is a slice of white bread Mm -hmm. with tomato puree, garlic, salt, oregano, and two ounces of provolone cheese broiled. That sounds like something I made after school. Yeah. Then there's something oh, called God. curried cheese dip, which is cottage Furry cheese, cheese artificial dip? sweetener. No, curried. Oh. Curried okay. cheese dip. Cottage cheese artificial sweetener, skim milk, curry powder. You mix that all together and you dip apple and celery strips in. Oh! Oh, my God. I was not expecting that. Polynesian snack. This involves pineapple, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm, go on. Oh, no. Huh. No. What? It has four cups of canned bean sprouts, rinsed and drained. Combined with one medium cantaloupe, peeled, seeded, and diced. You know how I feel about cantaloupe. You know how I feel one about medium, cantaloupe. I know. The same way. Oh, yeah, there is pineapple. One medium apple, cored, seeded, and diced. Quarter medium pineapple, peeled, seeded, and peeled and diced. This and one jar. The world's nastiest fruit salad. That's what it is. Yeah. The world's nastiest And one two-ounce jar of sliced pimentos, drained. Ew. So that's bean sprouts. So let's review. 
Bean sprouts, cantaloupe, <laughs> apple, pineapple, and pimentos. Canned bean sprouts. Then you mix that all together, and then you pour over a button one mushroom. Cup, one cup of buttermilk and an eighth of a teaspoon mace. Ew. And toss to blend, divide Ew. evenly. Makes four cupy, what pukey servings. What is what is buttermilk? Buttermilk is the milk that's left over after you have made butter from cream. And it's is it sour? It's like tangy. Okay, again, not a word I want. Not a word I want. Not a word I want with my dairy. Do you want to hear what's in their sangria? So there's sangria, which they want you to serve with celery curls, by the way, which is just slices of celery that's been curled up in ice water. Sangria and celery don't belong together. Why didn't they put that in the Virgin Bloody Mary? Or what did they call it? Maybe maybe you should maybe you should wait to see what's in this sangria before you call it sangria. (laughs) I guess I should. I'm so sorry, Master. Because because this sangria starts with one quart of dietetic grape flavored soda. What? Then What? Then it has Yeah. Then it has three quarters of a teaspoon of sherry extract half a teaspoon of orange extract, four one-inch cinnamon sticks, and one small orange. So I'm going to say once you've had just all of that, like it doesn't matter what you're eating it with, honestly. Nothing goes. Oh, God, that sounds so terrible. Then there's something called a coffee bubbler, which you know I think is disgusting because there's coffee in it. Uh Uh, But this is two cups of hot double-strength coffee. Mm Combined with one tablespoon of lemon juice. You know, the diet folks love that, by the way, but go on. Uh Wait, wait. One tablespoon of lemon juice, one teaspoon of grated lemon rind, and two cups of chilled, dietetic, orange-flavored soda. What? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Coffee bubbler, it's called? Coffee bubbler. At least that's a cute name. Then there's something called a lime special, which makes me angry because it looks like the picture of it looks like a refreshing, like, ginger ale-based punch. Like, this looks like it should be good. Mm-hmm. It is not. Oh, no. Hold on. It looks like a ginger ale with a lemon yeah. wheel, like a lime wheel in it. It's on this, like, yeah. green and, like, dark green and lime green and white, like, beautiful cloth. It looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like a Moscow mule before it looks like a Moscow they mule. had the copper, yeah. but not the in copper a copper mugs. Moscow mule. Yeah, it looks like a... It right? Does. It's got, like, a cute bamboo swizzle stick in it, like, la- black lacquer bamboo-shaped swizzle stick in it here's what's in it ready can i guess can i guess that one of them is chicken bouillon no it's not it's beef bouillon oh they really they (laughs) switched it up on me okay it's two cups boiling water two packets of beef broth and seasoning mix with lime three tablespoons of lime juice in it then chilled well and then if desired, you put four ice cubes in each of two glasses and pour the mixture. It's a frisky sour. It's a frisky sour. But just less uh, cute. Oh, God. And then I want us to talk about two additional drinks that they call Slender Quenchers. Ew. So the first one is called a Skinny Devil. Mm-hmm. And it, too, is two cups boiling water with two packets of instant brief broth and seasoning mix. Ugh. You stir that until that's dissolved. Then you let that stand for 20 minutes and you stir in one tablespoon of sherry extract and chill. Then you divide that into two tall glasses and garnish with celery sticks. And it's in like a milkshake glass, like a tall So you want to have a lot of it is what you're saying. 
Mm-hmm. Can I? Yeah. I have a couple of questions. One. I don't see why. Is, what exactly? What is there to explain? Sherry extract. So sherry know, is like port, right? So it's just like I a think it's sweet like cooking thing. sherry. I think this is probably like cooking sherry. Yeah, but what is a sherry ex? No, because I can't. They wouldn't put alcohol in it, right? Well, but cooking sherry has had all of the like you can buy it without an ID. There's like no alcohol left in it. Okay. All right. I don't know. It's gonna taste like sherry. Okay, let's talk about the slim student because I don't understand how this works. Okay. So you take two slices of an orange and reserve it for the garnish. So you've got one small orange. You've taken two slices off. Then you take the remaining orange, unpeeled, and cut it into chunks. Okay. You, t- you toss the seeds and the blossom end. And you take that orange, one and a half cups skim milk... Two tablespoons of artificial sweetener, one quarter teaspoon vanilla extract, and an eighth of a teaspoon allspice, and you put it in the blender and process it at medium speed until the mixture is smooth. Why so much fucking allspice all over the place? Why is there a whole (laughs) orange with the rind? Getting blended with milk, and how is that not curdling? I don't understand. Listen, I had the question about, I don't know. I had the question about the pineapple. It's It's very mystifying. And then you divide this evenly into two tall glasses and garnish each with an orange slice. Makes two servings. That is the slim student. The slim student. Slim student. Okay. I want to end on is still in the snacks chapter. And it's called a spring roll. Oh, no. Uh-huh. The first recipe is one slice of enriched white bread. Oh, God. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So you take that white bread and you flatten it with a rolling pin to a quarter inch thickness. Oh, no. Then you combine four ounces of already cooked pork that has been minced with one quarter cup of drained canned bean sprouts... Two ounces God, of scallions. They, why so many chopped, fucking bean sprouts? Because they're cellulose with no other anything. Jesus Christ, uh, the bean sprout council two ounces, has their grubby little fingers all over this book. Yeah, two ounces of scallions, which I feel like is a lot of scallions. One tablespoon of sliced celery blanched. So you've, uh, you've had to blanch this. So, like, this is a lot of work yeah, already it's for what is. Um, pim- one teaspoon diced pimento and one teaspoon soy sauce. You stir all of that together over low heat in a nonstick skillet until it's hot. God forbid you should have any oil. Then you transfer Are half you the mixture Mahjong to an individual. while it's waiting? Yes. Okay. Then you, then you transfer half of this to an individual baking dish hmm. and spoon the remaining mixture onto the bread, then roll and secure with toothpicks. Then you place the roll in the baking dish and broil about four inches from the source of heat until the bread is lightly browned. Makes one luncheon serving, and it is the saddest luncheon serving. Oh, no doubt. I've ever seen in my life. Remember that you've only started with four ounces of pork and a quarter <laughs> cup of drained canned bean sprouts. So when you put half of it outside, that's like half of a cup of food. <sighs> it's in this like yeah, tiny but it's a snack. dish. It's a po- right. It's an egg roll. It's supposed to be... It says it makes one luncheon serving. 
So that's all you're eating for your lunches? That's lunch. Can you imagine? Oh, God. Yeah. Listen, I think we need to make that celery rose thing and we need to make the lettuce I soup. I agree. Well, the le- I'll make, can <laughs> I make the celery rose and you make the lettuce soup? Yes, the celery rose is a lot harder. There's some real assembly happening. It's true. You do make a good point. And you are the chef between the two of us. Really? So I'm making this. I'll make that fucking soup. Bring it on. I'll (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'm going to make that soup and I'm going to serve it to somebody and they're going to love it. They will. I'm sending you. I'm sending you the recipe for the celery log right now. And you can decide if you want to No, Nama, you, I feel like, have staked your claim. You have put your, I think, you have yeah, put your I flag think I make the celery on log. Mount Celery. And I'm going to give that to you. I think I should make the celery log. And I think you need to make the lettuce potage. Lettuce potage it is. I cannot wait. So gross. This is really. I mean, I assume. This is, this is going to be. Such an exciting meal. I cannot wait. This is going to be a very short cooking thing for you. Are you back in your kitchen? Yes. Oh, yay. God, it's been so long. And thank God I can christen it with this deliciosity. I'm Yeah, but you have to invite Chloe and Michael over for lettuce soup. Don't you worry. We're going to do that. I'm going to say to them, let us surprise you. Hello? No. Are you there? Don't forget to tip your waitress. Well, listener, anyone here from Dayton? Hey, shout out, guys. All right. Listener. Anyone? Sacramento? We hear you're famous for a fish salad. (laughs) Dig right in. Dig right in, Inland. I've missed you. And and I've missed you. you, Gaggle. We've missed you so much, but we're back, okay? So if you really are listening to this, just send us a little word of encouragement. Just tell us you love us. Please don't send us us any iceberg lettuce, though. That would be unfortunate. Take take a photo or a screenshot of a ridiculous recipe you've run past, you've run across lately. If you've got a cookbook you'd like us to explore, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We're really going to get back in the saddle on this thing. uh, So we'd love to hear from you all. Please. All we, That's gagreflexpod at gmail.com because gagreflex at gmail.com was taken. Who would have taken that? I assume it's porn. <laughs> we can only hope, Nama. We can only hope. It must be, right? I mean, I, I can't imagine what the fuck else it would be. It's got to be it's porn. porn. Ugh. It's got to be porn. And I'm, okay. I'm imagining I don't want, now. I don't you know what? Let's just move on. Listener, we love uh, you, and we them. mean it. I can't even think Don't of Don't put any. lettuce where it doesn't belong, which is specifically in soup. Don't put lettuce where it doesn't belong. Or, for that matter, cottage cheese. Honestly. Just, honestly, don't eat any of this. Oh, God. It's so sad. So sad. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>